so yeah, here we are. Welcome back to Report This Post. I'm Geiger. That's Christian. Good evening, Geiger. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. What are you drinking over there? I have some uh, Coors Light. Coors Light. Christian brought some Coors Light to the uh, festivities to this the pod- evening. The, the podcast studio. The uh, the podcast studio at my house in the sunroom here in uh, sunny Florida. And uh, right now it's it's nighttime, so there's no sun. Um, I guess the night room would be what we should call it right now. The night room? Well, yeah, because it is a day room originally, correct? Is, moon, that what, moon is this room. what this... Moon room. <laughs> moon room. What's, that's the opposite of sun, right? Uh, yeah. It is also something to do with uh, witchcraft of some sort, so... Uh, I don't know a whole lot about witchcraft. Are you... Uh... I'm Wiccan. You are Wiccan. I okay. Am. yeah. Um, I could tell because of your uh, fruities behaviors i thought it was the uh, antlers that i constantly wear on my head yeah all right welcome to the podcast everyone uh expect more of this crap uh we have an exciting episode um this week we're going to get into uh financial independence and budgeting and things along those lines okay. basically we're going to look at uh, uh people online who Talk about their money in uh, various ways. Yeah. Now, let me ask you something. Do you, you guys budget? I'm sure you do. I mean, uh, we basically do. We've uh, we've gone in and out of uh, caring about it too much, and then being more lax about it, yeah. but being more more just uh, we've we've tried to more um, strengthen our spending muscle, as it were. Sure. Absolutely. I mean, it's being more responsible. Well, you, and it's funny you say that because my next question was going to be, you recently just dropped $500 on home brewing equipment, correct? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is you had that money to do it. It wasn't, that's right. That wasn't dog-eared for something else. It wasn't like you were taking food out of your kids' mouths to do it. That's right. Technically. And and that, and that's a, a kind of recurring theme, uh, looking up this week is, uh, these people out there that, Help me budget. Hmm, yeah. And uh, they are... Do they really, need help budgeting? Oh, boy, do they ever. And and I think it all ties back to when you first pitched this, you were talking about the financial independence thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, after a week looking this stuff up, that's all I'm getting in like my targeted ads and stuff is yeah. the guy's... You know, hey, I'm here in my garage with my Maserati, and people ask me, "How did I, uh, you know, how did I make all this money?" And it's right. like, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta know what you're doing. And it's like, yeah, okay. So, this financial independence thing, I think people get, they get kind of hooked on it and think they know what they're doing, and then end up in the hole further off than what they actually actually are. Yeah, and uh, the the financial independence. Uh, Retire early, fire. It's called. It's mm-hmm. the the F I R E. You'll see this uh, acronym pop up online. Um, uh, I I didn't get a full copy of the post, but I saw a post on Reddit on uh probably financial independence, the subreddit, mm-hmm. and uh, someone had a post about how this is more than anything. This is like a hobby for them, and that's <laughs> yeah. really what this is to a lot of these guys. Uh, more than like an actual responsible tool. Uh, for managing wealth, it's more just another pastime for yeah. bored white guys to do that have the ability to yeah absolutely yeah and that's a big thing is uh you you'll you'll notice I'm sure uh, in a lot of these uh these these cases that uh a lot of the advice for financial 
independence seems to revolve around the fact that these guys all make a shitload of money. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, the, the one thing I found, this is from an article called Typical Sacrifices Those Seeking Fire, Financially Independent, Retired Early, Might Need to Make. So this is a kind of a five steps that you want to look, that you want to start doing in order to live the fire lifestyle. So Number one. Work more hours to earn more income. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, hmm. So that seems kind of like, you, you know, maybe you're sitting back and you're saying, wow, okay. Hmm. You know, that that so, makes sense. When you're, so here, let's, uh, let's start from the very beginning. When you work, <laughs> you, you do get, you get paid. Yeah. That's correct. Usually, right? uh, for the okay. most part. Yeah, I think that's how. So that should be like step zero is get a job that pays you money. Yeah, I, okay. yeah. Right. And then the one, the step after that is work more of the job. Right. Okay. Um, so the second step on this list, spend more time commuting to save money on living expenses. Now you and I both commute to work. Actually, yeah. we work in this. We live in the same area. We work in the same area, um, which is we weird, sleep yeah. in the same bed. Yeah. So I mean, makes um, sense. We we piggyback ride I, to work. Yep, that's right. Um, you being the the, the pig. pig. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I get it. Um, <laughs> so this commute, you spend more time commuting to save money on living expenses. So essentially, live in a shitty area so right. that you can go work more hours at your job. To make more income. So it does, it ties back. It does. Theoretically. Uh, so that's the second there. Theoretically, uh, yes. Theoretically. We'll talk about that later because I have something that <laughs> might contradict that. Oh, yeah, I'm interested to hear this. Uh, the third on this list was cut entertainment or other, in quotes, unnecessary fun from your spending budget. Okay. So doesn't go into more detail than that, but you know, don't drop... $250 on basketball game tickets or whatever if, okay. if you're I will not looking to live that lifestyle. I shall not do that. Uh, this one's really good. Uh, skip or go on cheaper vacations. When in your adult life were you able to sit back and say, mm. okay, now I can actually go on a vacation? Right. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't really happen. No, it, it, it absolutely does yeah. not. Maybe for like a brief window in your mid-20s you can yeah. vacation? Oh, yeah. Like as, but yeah, as a grown-up trying to... Uh, retire early, build wealth. Yeah, that's not a thing. That I you... just the the idea behind cheaper vacations is that you still have some sort of disposable income. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So again, I'm, I'm con- curious what they mean by cheaper. Contradicting. Yeah. Well, you go to Boca Raton and not mm-hmm. Miami, right? And then the the last step yeah. on this is uh, spend more time doing things for yourself. For example, cooking at home instead of eating out, cleaning mm-hmm. the house instead of hiring a housekeeper, or fixing a leaky pipe instead of calling a plumber. So I kind of have a problem with the, the the eating out thing. I mean, I think we know eating out gets expensive, mm-hmm. especially you know depending on if you're where you're going, right. chain versus you know one off restaurants. Um, the cleaning the house instead of hiring a housekeeper. This again puts in the fact that uh, you have the disposable income for a housekeeper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for most people, it's not really uh, even an option. No, not not so. Even why the would it's not even a consideration? Um, and then I I have a slight problem with the fee- fixing a leaky pipe instead of calling a plumber. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how you flood your house. So I do think that that is where you should be spending money on something like that. Right. Um. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. I, I had a I had a pipe burst in my backyard recently. Um. From uh. 
Something, uh, something, uh, hap- I was a dumbass. That's what happened. And I, uh, I fucked it up. And then, uh, yeah, I had to get a plumber guy out here. And, uh, you know, uh, 200 bucks later, oh, yeah. got it fixed. But, uh, yeah, did almost flooded the yard. But, uh, instead, now we have a, a faucet on the side of the house that's in working order. Terrific. And, uh, hasn't, hasn't had any issues since. So, highly recommended to not <laughs> fuck around with that shit yourself. No. Absolutely. Especially if you're a grade A moron. <laughs> so in closing, the, the one of the closing statements of this article was, in today's world, nobody wants to make sacrifices, even if they are short-term in nature. So um, really, if you want to retire early, you have to work your ass off and uh, get rid of your maid, and then you're set and ready to go. Yeah, and then you can have a maid when you retire. Early. That's right. When you retire in five years or whatever. Uh, yeah, the idea of having a maid has never been. Uh, I don't want somebody coming in my house and seeing my stuff. Yeah, uh, I don't have a maid, and uh, I'm not going to retire early. Despite that, I don't. I don't. To be honest with you, I was thinking about it. it was, this is kind of. I was thinking about this when reading this stuff. I don't know if I'm ever going to retire, mm-hmm. just because of just general life things happening. And having yeah. to spend money on things. Mm-hmm. So, well, that's what uh, some of these blogs will will have you believe that uh, you, you don't need to spend money on really anything. And uh, <laughs> uh, the, one of the the biggest blogs out there uh, with regard to the financial independence retire early is uh, uh, Mr. Money Mustache. Are you okay. aware of Mr. I, Money no. Mustache? This is a this guy. This is a. Um, so this is a this guy has a bit of a cult, a bit of a cult following. Um, they're like um, you know mustache heads or something like that. That's um, terrific. The uh, the motto for Mister Money Mustache is uh, financial freedom through badassity. <laughs> so this is like a total bacon epic for the win. Yeah. Right? So yeah. Uh, this guy reminds me of like Maddox from the uh, the early two thousands. Oh yeah, sure. He looks kind of like him. He has the same sort of uh, spiel about things, but um uh. I actually, I got sort of into him a year ago when I was trying to tighten our budget a little bit more and try to find mm-hmm. ways to save money. And from the general point of view with this guy, you can you you get some good pointers as far as like, um, you know what's a, you know what's a his whole thing is really trying to look at things from a different perspective as far as how you spend your money. Mm-hmm. And he is uh, ultra frugal, ultra ultra cheap. Um, and you know, it's his, his thing is like, you know, wean yourself off of consumerism and all that. And then you can save all this money by not doing all these things right. and you can retire early. Um, the one thing he always seems to forget. That, so he retired when he was like 30. Sure. Uh, after, you know, 10 years working in his twenties or whatever. Uh, the one thing he, he seems to forget to mention that he was making like 150 grand uh, yeah, yeah, a that, year. That is, that and his wife was making like 90 grand a year or something Yeah, that like seems that. to be the part where these guys leave out the fact that they are in like wealth management and they're basically getting paid to shuffle other people with a lot of money's money mm-hmm. around and yeah. just making bank, just yeah. moving decimal points and, and reading the stocks and stuff. So it's a lot easier to retire early when you have, uh, Money, money to money to to save. Absolutely, yeah, <laughs> yeah. When you're yeah. not living paycheck to paycheck, it um, sure does make a difference. But he uh, he did have a, a long blog that was uh, that goes against the point that he made about uh, commuting. Okay. In fact, it's one of his big things. Is uh, and this is what's so great about guys like him. Uh, he says, "Don't commute." He says, uh, 
walk to work. Walk to work. Okay. Yeah. And if your thought is, well, in our case, we can't really walk to work because it's too far. So you know what he suggests is, is to move close to work. Move close to work. So you're locked into your mortgage for how long yep. is your mortgage? 15? 30. 30. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. You went to 30 grand. Okay. It's standard. I know. I'm trying Ooh. to make it look bad. <laughs> Why would? They? <laughs> oh, interesting. Thirty. Wow, 30, 30. Is. Oh, oh boy! Did you not read don't, any of these blogs about, about budget? <laughs> yeah. um, so you've already Christian got the five year because he uh, <laughs> because he's such a good money saver from these blogs. Yeah, that my, he... uh, my monthly payments are ten thousand um, dollars. So you're already paying one house. So then you're supposed to put that house in the market, go buy another house, or or go rent or something near near. Oh, he would. I guess just he I would. Guess he's probably renting, right? So. Oh, he would say no because renting's throwing money away. So, so you're buying another house. Yeah. And uh, his thing is, you know, ultra cheap, ultra budget. So, you know, you're never going to buy a new car. Right. You're just going to buy the cheapest, shittiest. It, first of all, you don't you don't need a car because you live close to work. Mm-hmm. Any store you go to, you can ride your bike to. Right. He, you're shopping at Dollar General. Uh, yeah. Doing your grocery shopping there. Yeah. He uh, he had one the blog post that made me realize that this guy was a little bit uh, cuckoo was it was about uh, how to how to move uh, heavy appliances with your bike. <laughs> and uh it showed uh him like so good. hitching up a little bike trailer to his uh his bike and then it moving like you know washer and dryer oh that's just riding down the street so he put it like that. on a dolly and then like yeah i guess like, so little rascal it with Pretty like much, ropes yeah. and stuff that's really good so <laughs> that's the way you go is uh and then just every possible thing every Everything you think about in your life that you think is, is a fun little treat, uh, you, you're gonna have to. You're just gonna have to get rid of that. Right. He had a blog post about uh, uh you know, it's, you don't really need to have two kids. One okay. kids, one kids one fine. Kid's enough. That's enough. Um, and then he he seems to have the 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 viewpoint that uh, if you have more than one kids, then uh, well, you you fucked up, and it's it's too late to. So, he's he's got a very uh. He's got a very narrow focus. I'd say so. For yeah. What his uh, what what defines a a mustachioed uh, success yeah. success win guy? Um, yeah, there's a lot of great a lot of great posts on his site about uh, if you want to read some of the most ridiculous frugal shit and uh, money saving tips, uh, feel free to go to Mister Money Mustache, which is a Great name. He may, he's, uh, he's, now this is a sponsored ad, right? He's paying us for it. Okay. Uh, Mr. Money Mustache loves re- report this post. <laughs> um, he, uh, there was some big, like, Times article written about him, and he revealed that he makes 400 grand a year from his blog. Oh, sure. And, but he doesn't spend any of it. I guess. And this, I mean, is a, this is a big part of these, uh, these, these guys are, um, they look at wealth as being, the goal. Hoard. Yeah. It's the goal is to not to spend money, but to just have money. Accumulate wealth. Yes. If you're like, if you're spending money on things that make you look rich, you're not really rich because you don't, the money's gone. Right. It's, if you've, but what's, why do they, what's their goal with just having, <laughs> having wealth? What exactly are they, uh, you, you what's know, the end goal there? That it's, I, I am, I'm glad that kind of actually leads right into, something I found. So we're talking about people that are saying you should save your money when you have it. Mm-hmm. And in my searching here, I actually found um, a post on, um, on the personal finance Reddit about somebody who 
started making more money and then decided that instead of saving it, they were just going to start wasting it and Perfect. put together a list of, and, uh, it's pretty good. So, um, the title of this post is how I wasted $12,000 this past year. And what should I do with $12,000 in the next year? Mm-hmm. I'm 30 years old, married and have two kids. Long story short, in June 2014, I got a new job that paid 25% more than my last job. Then in October 2014, that job got outsourced, but the outsourcing company liked me and offered me a job making close to 75% more than what I was making at my previous job. So my first year making that much money, I splurged a lot to the tune of $12,000. I worked hard these past five years, so I wanted to treat myself. Here's what I spent my money on. And then there's a ballpark estimates. Okay. $1,500 on a water-cooled gaming PC. Oh, I see where we're going here. <laughs> $500 free NAS machine. A, f- a free NAS machine? Free NAS. I'm assuming that's some sort of... Well, I'm not. Free NAS machine. I don't know. Yeah, Fire that off in Google. And then let me, and come back to me here. Oh, boy. Um, so $500 on a PS4 in games. Yep. $500 on a Wii U in games. Mm-hmm. $800 on a 3DS in games. It was actually three different 3DS systems, which were $470 a piece, or to combined. Network attached storage system. So this is a. Oh, so this is basically so he can put all his movies and. Yep. Yeah. This is all of his, uh, legally acquired <laughs> film and video games, no doubt. Uh, $600 on Funko Pops. Oh, God. <laughs> Yeah. So, and you know what's funny is that it's, that's probably not even that many because they're like, I think they're like 15 bucks a pop. So, uh, well, that, no, no pun intended, but. Yeah. I'm going to guess he also under. I feel yeah. like a lot of this stuff was under. Low, yeah, low, just, low just to Absolutely. not completely embarrass himself. Uh, $1,500 on phones. I had to get a one replacement because one of the phones broke. Otherwise, this would have been closer to $1,000. So, so. 200 and two, uh, two $750 phones. Yeah. Okay. $500 on a DSLR camera, $1,000 furniture. It was optional and not needed, but I wanted it. Fair enough. Uh, this one's very interesting. Uh, $1,200 on half of a grass-fed cow. So he just uh, slapped down over huh. $1,000 on half of a, a, a cow. Now, the question I have to that, is this this was meat? I'm assuming, yeah, so I'm assuming he went in. Or I can picture him like he and a buddy were like, we're going to that's going to be our cow. We're going to buy that cow. I, I, and I, and we're going to raise them down as our own. That's what it is. Well, no, rate, no, no, not raise it as their own, but rate that's being raised so that then oh. they can have the meat. How much did they spend on that again? So 12, he's $1,200 for half. So 2,400 bucks. So, okay. So, um, a couple more items here. $500 on anime Boston, which is a uh, convention. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah. $1,500 on baby stuff, which, Oh, oh uh, we no. both have, Infant children. Um, yeah. Baby stuff can be expensive, but... Well, no, I'm more just sad that there's a baby involved with all this well, shit. Well, there's, there's also... There's two children. Cool. And a wife. And then the final item on his little tally here is $1,500 on presents, birthdays, and miscellaneous. So, basically, he's uh big papa chief there yeah. throwing the bucks around on, on holidays and yeah, stuff. Yeah, because he makes uh, 48 grand a year now, so he's... Uh it's going nuts. Yeah. So, and, and his, his closing is, aside from the cow, I don't see anything on this list that I'll likely get again. <laughs> because, you know, you, you've basically right out the gate sure. stocked yourself up with entertainment. And sure. Hardware. Yeah. None of the hardware will ever go obsolete. So, it'll um, last forever. 
I have about $32,000 in student loans that I'm paying back on time every month and reflects good on my credit. I just financed a car for twenty-one—excuse me, $24,000. interest, which is not great, but it's not bad. Hmm. So th- that's the part of this that's uh, very interesting to me is that he had the ability to, to pay off mm-hmm. over a third of student loans. Yep. Um, or half a car. Half a car. Yeah. Um, and ended up, you know, it's funny. I didn't even, let me do a quick tally here. Cause I'm not even sure he might've spent more than the $12,000. Hmm. looks like he might've gone over by about $400 yeah, on the spending. I mean, it was loose, loose math. Oh yeah. Absolutely. And all that was, uh, this is at least 15 right here. Uh, and then of course, thanks in advance. And then edits going down, um, explaining his salary, his expenses. And then of course the comments are, uh, the top one is, looks like he kind of took a beating here. Sorry for that. People love to be abrasive and then explaining what he needs to be doing, uh, to get back on track financially. But this is one of the people out there that, um, is looking for advice, but more so just saying, this is what I'm doing with my money. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, there's a lot of that on there. Oh yeah. And, and it's, it, they, they tend to kind of overlap. Um, this one, I'm not going to go into it, but one of the ones that I found that was related to this was somebody that started getting paid more at their job and decided, I want to buy stock in a company. Where do I start? And it was a company that they really liked and it happened to be Funko because they wanted to invest in Funko Pops. So you also, that is for some reason, uh, put into this. Funko Pops. What the fuck, man? Uh, people go into debt over these things. I know very little. Okay. So you're a, you're a nerd. Sure. You yeah. collect. You spend at least twelve grand a month on Funko Pops, so you can <laughs> yeah. explain in detail. I mean, you know what I do? I take a picture of them and I just throw them away. Yeah, because I don't have room for this shit. Yeah. Um, so there these. Uh... Explain to me. I'm sure our our, our horrible horrible cretins that listen to this <laughs> know all about them, but I I don't I really don't know. I they're big headed little monsters. They're uh, they're all s- pop culture. They're today's Beanie Baby. It, it, Am I right? That's exactly what it is. It's just yeah. basically anything that they can get the licensing for. They're going to slap it onto a standardized figure with yeah. these big black dead eyes, uh, huge head, small body. Uh, the things cost anywhere between 15 and hundreds of dollars because they make big ones, whatever. And right. I mean, anything you could think they have golden girls ones. They have, you know, of course, comic book ones. They I saw, have I star saw, Wars. I saw ones. an Iron Rond one, which, uh, oh, yeah. yep. which I thought was, uh, I thought was a joke, but apparently that, I guess that's real. That's real. It uh, makes sense concerning the audience, but yeah, I also, mean, it definitely mm-hmm. does. And, uh, then these people, I mean, you know, they'll have the Deadpool and then they have the variant Deadpool and then they have the Deadpool with, Right. Inverted color, whatever. Um, and these people get in deep in this stuff and, uh, then they just have boxes of stinky vinyl figures stacked up against a wall in their house. There was a, uh, someone on Twitter posted, uh, this guy's a spreadsheet. Um, mm-hmm. do you know about this one? I've seen it. The wife. Yeah. And say the agreement. The, the, yeah, the contract, I guess. With the wife, that um, oh man, that was that was a tough to look at. And that was what was I can't quite remember, but it was something like the, along the lines of he was only allowed to buy like one per paycheck or something, like right? That. Like he and his wife signed an agreement that he would only buy uh, one 
Okay, Funko now I remember. Pop and, but then he he found a loophole because then he started pre-ordering stuff because it wasn't. It and I do remember there being a clause buying, like you know, hey, if there's, if there's something that I really want, yeah. which is a great, obviously, get out of jail no matter what. Um, the this is uh is this is a shame. <laughs> <laughs> that's really uh that's really I, sad. I, I multiple times in my life I've started collecting things and then uh, mm-hmm. I get about oh I don't know maybe a couple years into it and then I realize how st- fucking stupid it is. Uh, like I have a whole whole bunch of uh final records that mm-hmm. don't need don't listen to don't use they just sit in a closet and uh i spent probably i don't know four hundred dollars on them uh can't and then cannot recoup that money whatsoever it's no. wor- worth nothing Nah, mo- yeah most of the stuff will never ever give come close to getting no. your value back but i've never been a collector no i've never uh i've always liked the idea of like having a theme Mm-hmm. You know of stuff, but uh, I can never, never really get into it. At one point, I had like uh, maybe beer bottles of like cool craft beer when I got into it mm-hmm. ten, eleven years ago. I would just like display them in my apartment back then. But that's but, also like a very like twenty-two. I know that's thing. not even, and it was only like fifty. It wasn't even like a, <laughs> only fifty. Well, it's not. It's not enough that you would say, "Holy shit!" Yeah, it was just like, "Oh, you're just a." 22 year old guy hoarding, with, just, with, yeah. with empty beer bottles um yeah and uh craft beer beer collecting beer trading that'll be another good app uh, i'm really excited about that one yeah the funko pops and the other uh nerdy stuff like that uh, that's comic. an old that's also a whole episode i i sent you some stuff about some collection stuff and that'll be yeah and it's it's pretty remarkable how much that stuff uh ties into these uh budgeting people mm-hmm. and how I guess it's good in a sense that there's it's you it's gotta be the wife or the girlfriend saying we need a budget because I'm looking at the money you're spending on the world's most useless shit. I, I've gotten in trouble um back when my wife and I when we first started dating. Yeah. Um I would uh spend money i uh on stuff that really had no purpose you know i bought a uh best example is i bought a sword offline you bought a sword <laughs> i did uh on a whim just had the money bought a sword and uh that was a big source of contention for yeah years now years. she only gets mad at you for uh wanting to record a podcast <laughs> she get mad at me for that don't tell not me. what i heard <laughs> That's not what I made up. Actually, don't. No, he, he's, he's lying. Yeah, I never said that. That's not what I'm. What's not what I'm uh, spreading around. <laughs> great. Uh, well, while we're on the topic of uh, comic books, it's time for our first ever segment. Oh, our great. first ever uh, uh, bit, I guess, as it were. We have a. I came up with an idea today to do a segment um, that has nothing to do with the topic at hand, but I think it's going to be fun. Um, and uh, I, I told Christian, "Here's the idea." He, uh, you know, oinked at me his, uh, his, his positive response. <laughs> and, uh, I knew it was, I knew it was gold. Um, it's called, uh, it's called, uh, Christian's Comic Conundrum. That was the theme song. We're gonna, I gotta figure <laughs> out what that's in. gonna be at some okay, point. I, I gotta re, I, I'll, um, I'll remember next time not to. <laughs> so, uh, what is Christian's comic conundrum? The idea is, uh, you know, Christian's a big comic book guy. He's a big, uh, humongous nerd. 
And uh, I'm really cool, so I don't care about that stuff. And um, what what's going to happen is Christian's going to name off uh, some obscure comic book superhero or villain or whatever, and I have to uh, determine what uh, his or her or Zer's power is, <laughs> or uh, maybe even some backstory. So uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna see how this goes. If it's if it's not good. Uh, you probably won't even hear this because it'll be edited out swiftly. If you're hearing this right now, then buckle up because it's going to be good. All right? All right, Christian. Okay, so I asked you earlier, and uh, you said that you just have kind of a cursory knowledge. Yeah. Just kind of, so the big the big guy, you know, you know Superman, you know Batman. Sure, yeah. Uh, I know all the guys that you know everyone knows. All the things that end in men. Right? If, if, you, if, you, if you stop someone on the street... You know, we we have the same knowledge. You know, like name name. Have you heard of the Joker? Like, absolutely. You know. Okay. Your Two Face, certainly. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna go in, and I'll just what I'll do is I'll just list off the name, and then you can do your thing. So. All right. Here we go. Um, let's start. I'm gonna kind of give you a, a a softball one here. Um, this is a character, a Marvel character who goes by the name Strong Guy. All right. Strong Guy is a. Big giant fella. He wears goggles and red spandex, and his power is that he's very strong, and he is uh, he's he's on the slower side, but he's very charming, and he has a attractive wife or girlfriend that is in peril. Or is in a coma, <laughs> and he's he's strong to, because, and he's going to use his, his strength to to save her. Okay, actually, you're pretty pretty close on the number. Okay, of those. I'm going to show you a picture of him. All right. Okay, so that's strong guy. So you actually got actually, the goggles. I was actually was, that was I thought uh, you were bullshitting uh, me for a minute. That's um, <laughs> not bad at all. So this uh, fellow's name is uh, Guido Coricella. He's oh a boy, large Italian man. Uh, who uh, he's a mutant who, uh, when he got struck by a school bus as a child, uh, absorbed all the kinetic energy and uh, uh, powered his body up where he could become super strong. But uh, that's what happens to most children when they're, they're hit <laughs> when by they buses. Bus. They become strong oh. Italians. But uh, it ended up uh, warping his body into these strange proportions, uh, and he lives in constant pain from from mm. it. So this is strongman. This is strong guy. That's yeah. a, that's a sad. And, that's uh, sad. He is very, he's not, I don't want to say slow, but he's, he's slow on the, the, on the draw. And that's where the name comes from because nobody, when he joined a team, nobody gave him a name. So in the middle of a press conference, he decided his superhero name strong, was strong guy. guy. Okay. So, okay. Does so, he have a lady of note? Uh, he has a couple ladies. Oh, um, well, he is strong. Yeah. So, all right. So, uh, <sighs> okay. we'll move over to, let's go to the DC side of things now. And, uh, All right, DC. This one you might you might actually know, but we'll see. So, uh, this this gentleman's name is Killer Croc. Killer Croc. Now I know this is from Batman, mm-hmm. and what I'm going to assume is that he's a a a mutant crocodile guy who became a crocodile um, after a, a cruel trick uh, by the Joker, who. Turned him who uh, used some sort of Gotham uh, toxic sludge stuff to uh, turn him from what was a 
just a, a mild-mannered laboratory guy, scientist, as they're also called, into a... Uh, <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> so what I'm picturing the, the, the revealing comic is a guy in a lab coat bursting from it, you know, close-up of the scales, and, and then you see his, his crocodilian skin. And I'm picturing like a Brooklyn accent when he's a crocodile. Okay. Like a, I guess a, whatever related borough to Gotham would be. <laughs> well, I think Gotham's more, uh. It's New York, right? No, it's Chicago. What? Yeah. What am I, what's, what's New York? Metropolis. Oh, uh, okay. That makes sense. Okay. So, um, gotcha. you're, you're, you're on the right track. Um, he is a crocodile man. He is, uh, from the South and his name is Waylon Jones. Okay. And he was a sideshow wrestler um, who had a skin condition which developed into scaly skin. Ah, Waylon Jones, you say? Waylon Jones. Um, he is an African-American man who also sharpened his teeth. Didn't into, call that one. Got to say, did not call no, that one. Uh, sharpened his teeth into fangs. And, and then somewhere along the lines, um, he did like revert into a... like. Mutant. He was not, he started off as a person, but he reverted into a mutant. The, the scientist part of it was kind of more along the lines of a swamp thing. So you, uh, Sure, sure. So I, the, the lab coat and everything, swamp thing. Well, I mean, I know it's hole. not like they're all original story. I just, no, I mean, there's if anything in Marvel. There's basically an exact duplicate in DC, almost at times on purpose. So, so this is like Greek and Roman mythology where, very uh, similar. Yeah. I mean, and, and it, and that's funny too because there's, both uh, Marvel and DC have their own parth- uh, pantheons of gods. Oh, sure. So, um, so I fucked that one up. Well, that's okay. Let's I mean, do uh, let's do one more. Let's one see. More. I want you to really, really go twi- go Joker style, twisted on me. Really try to <laughs> get me here. All right. Um, uh, this character's name is Dazzler. Dazzler. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I am picturing a a young lady. Um, lots of pink and silver. Mm-hmm. Uh, she flies. Okay. She can, um, I'm picturing sort of a more, uh, uh, 90s version, 90s feminine version of the silver surfer. Okay. Which is, uh. And I'm also picturing like kiss makeup as well. Okay. All right. So her, her power is that she flies and she, she's fast when she flies. And her, her real name, because this is early nineties, her name is, uh, uh, Jeanette Stronghold. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, she's, uh, she she's she she takes no guff from 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 guys. She's an independent. Oh, she's a sassy broad. She's a real sassy '90s broad, big, dazzling hair and earrings. Are you sure? No, you don't. Need, she's no, you're not, from Jersey. No, you're not writing this stuff, are you? <laughs> All right. So you again, you you hit on some of the strangest <laughs> like uh, points uh, that I don't know why you would know this, but all right, I'll show you a picture of Dazzler. <laughs> Wow. Okay, so Dazzler, Dazzler, this is uh, her original appearance where she's huh. in a silver cat suit. Uh, she has somewhat kiss makeup on. She, yeah, and um, big hair, big if hair. I may say. Yep. I, and I believe she is from 
somewhere in the New Jersey area, you know, the tri-state wow. area. So, uh, her power is actually, she can turn sound into concentrated beams of light. That's um, pretty cool. So that, and, and, can she fly? Shoot out of her fingers. She cannot fly. Okay. But she is a pop star in her day to day life. You know what? I was, I was thinking music. I was kind of, I was kind of also picturing like, um, uh, what was the, uh, from the eighties, that like uh, gem or something yeah, like that. It's very. She's very. She's like the proto gem. That she came out in like the nineteen seventy something, and then oh, so this is way. This is way earlier than that. Yeah, I mean, it was yeah. very disco era, and that was disco. her whole thing. Yeah, yeah. If you said disco, I probably could have nailed the whole thing. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, and I do. Th- so you you mentioned Silver Surfer, who is probably one of at these point at this point one of the more obscure characters, but you know who. That well, there's is. a whole movie about the guy. That's the Fantastic Four movie? The Silver Surfer. There's a Fantastic Four movie he's in. His, na- his name is in the title of the movie. Yeah, I guess, what is it, Rise of the Silver Surfer? That's right. Oh, that's okay. Mari, you can't claim ignorance on this. <laughs> for, for the list. I don't, I, you know, I've never seen those movies. you never seen them? No, I'm not. I, a, I'm I not saw a, that I'm one. Fantastic I saw that one in the theater. Theater. Wow. That may have, That's one of the last comic book movies I've seen in the theater, so... Uh, I, I, uh, anyway, that was, uh, that was, uh, Christian's comic conundrum. I'm going to say you got 0.25% of a point on two of those. So you got half a point. So, so we're uh, going to keep a running tally of half how many a point out of three. Is that yes, what you're saying? That's correct. Okay. So right. I'll take it. Um, Christian's comic conundrum corner. Does that work? That, that's great. This is your show. Uh, your baby. That's right. And uh, you better enjoy it while you can. So let's uh, move on with the show. We're having a great time here, gang. Uh, I want to move on to more of the uh, the money stuff. And uh, I want to talk about a blog that I discovered called financialsamurai.com. Mm. I've heard of this. Uh this is a great website for uh, uh, all sorts of creeps and cretins alike <laughs> who uh, are really looking into uh, hoarding their money, their wealth, and ways to uh, to keep their money. And uh, I found two really, really good blog posts, and uh, these are on the longer side, but I think they're I think they're worth it. Uh, these are going to uh, possibly upset people because of their grotesqueries involved, but uh, I love them. Okay. This first one's called "When Earning One Million Dollars a Year Is Not Enough." Oh, this is <laughs> this sounds great already. <laughs> In this post, I'd like to explore the lifestyle of a typical one million dollar income earning household living in New York City. They've anonymously shared with me their expenses, and I've done my best to tell their story without sharing their exact details. So You'll get to decide whether making a top zero point one percent income is truly worth the price. Oh my God. I'm pissed off already. I'm like, I'm like starting to sweat. I'm pissed off. <laughs> After tax cuts were introduced in 2018, making more money has never been more profitable. <laughs> and uh, he, there was like this big chart, like breaking down all the new tax rates and all that. Sure. And here's some great advice for everyone listening out there. 
If you've been wanting to make over $500,000 a year as an individual, over $600,000 a year as a married couple, now's the time to do it. <laughs> There's never been a better time than now. Yeah. Look, if you're just, if you're out there being like, should I make 500 grand a year? I don't know. I'm here to tell you, go ahead and do it. <laughs> Go ahead, go for it, man. <laughs> go what nuts. Are you for? Who's the guy in the fucking the question uh, the money suit the Riddler oh, looking shit. guy? Oh god, I was just thinking about him. You know what's um, funny? I, I can't even imagine oh. even Matt something or other. I want to say Matt Frewer, but that's the guy from Max Headroom. It's not that guy, but it's Matt something. Uh, but you know what I'm talking about, anyways. It's your money, you know that. Guy. Yeah. Oh god, I can't, I can't think because I would just I'm gonna obsess over this if I don't. Uh, yeah, that guy's great. Um, God, you know, I should, we should look, I should look up him later, just for my own thing. So, um, <laughs> he introduces, uh, the, uh, the character here, the main person who's anonymous, but you gave him a name. This is, uh, Rachel Chen is a person who mm. doesn't know whether the million dollar lifestyle is worth it. At 45, Rachel is one of several portfolio managers at a small hedge fund with oh, 1.5 billion in assets under management. Wealth management. Yep. That's, um, that's what this is. Uh, Rachel's husband, Colin, has been a stay-at-home dad since their second son was born in 2011. Mm. Mm. Colin used to make about 350 grand as a strategy consultant, another worthless job. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of these people, their jobs are absolutely pointless in society. Uh, but he got tired of all the travel and decided to give up the grind, especially after Rachel started making more. <laughs> well, fuck this. Yeah. I'm out. Colin has been working on a nonfiction book to keep him textually oh, stimulated, but it's hard to stay focused with the kids and his wife's robust earnings. What? He can't focus focused. because his wife makes a million dollars a year. She's laying in bed at night like, yeah. I can't believe yeah. she makes more money than that. So yeah, he, she, he makes nothing. She makes a million dollars a year. Oh, my God. And uh, let's see what they spend their money on okay. and why it's so difficult. First of all, private school tuition, $100,000 a year wow. for two sons in elementary school. Wow. fifty grand a son a year in elementary school. Wow. Um, both parents went to Yale. So they'd like their children to also go to Yale. Were they send their kids Hogwarts? They, uh, the wizard school? I'm going to cut that out. They know that <laughs> Yale and uh, all the prestigious private schools have a legacy system, which gives children of alumni a huge leg up in admittance, no matter their racial or economic background. And he has a little aside here. Some call this affirmative action for rich kids. So they donate uh, $5,000 to Yale every year. Wow. So they're... Uh, they're going to like first of all, these kids have to be miserable. They're the expectations on these fucking children. These are the kids they're gonna end up in with some sort of drug habit. Absolutely, or, yeah. I mean yeah. they're they're like ten years old at max. There are they already they gotta be there. The kid was born in two thousand eleven, so they have a a seven year old the oldest is probably ten, so yeah, these kids Doomed. are already Doomed. shooting heroin. Um food and entertainment, forty five hundred dollars a month. Wow. A chop at Keen's Steakhouse costs $60 before tap and tix. tip and tax. Add on a glass of Cabernet Sauvignon, creamed spinach, salad, and a half dozen fresh oysters, and we're easily talking 150 bucks a person. So that's a, that's their regular meal is $150 <laughs> uh, a person. So $300 if they're just going out by themselves. Themselves, right, on date night. 300 bucks a night. But after a nice meal, the Chins like to hit up a Broadway show. Mm. 
Tickets range from $60 up to $1,500 on average for the latest hot show. But given they aren't earning multi-millions, they often settle for $250 tickets at most. Wow. <laughs> In other words, a date night out easily costs $1,000. So they're spending $1,000 on a date. Housing, uh, $9,750 a month. Holy shit. They, they live in New York City. Right. They I bought a five-bedroom, three-bathroom, 2,700-square-foot brownstone in yeah. Park Slope, Brooklyn. Of course. Oh, Brooklyn. $2 million. Uh, this is one of the funnier things. Wait, so they bought it. They, oh, that's their mortgage. Yep. So wow. they bought a $2 million uh, five-bedroom house in Brooklyn. And they just leave all the lights on and all the faucets absolutely. running at all times. Oh, absolutely. Um, vehicles and transportation is $2,800 a month. They have two SUVs in New York City, a Range Rover and a Porsche. And no parking on their street, absolutely. I'm sure. So, I'm sure that's a big chunk of their transportation is just fucking parking. Jesus Christmas. Uh, vacations, a mere $40,000 a year. <laughs> so they went the cheaper route yeah, then with the vacation. They just did like go the cheaper route. Yeah. yeah, okay. They have three vacations each year outside of New York City. $6,000 for flights, $5,000 for stay at a five-star hotel, $4,000 on food and entertainment. On vacation, okay. Clothes, $24,000 a year. Let me. When was the last time you bought new clothes, honestly? Uh, I was just, uh, telling my wife that I, w- I would like to buy, uh, uh some new shirts, mm-hmm. which will be a total of, uh, $30 right, for, probably for, for five shirts. I do that every six to eight months probably. Okay. So yeah, my clothes budget every year is about a hundred bucks. Yeah. I'd say I'm on probably on par with that. Uh, they spend $24,000 a year. Rachel buys $3,500 pantsuits. And the quote here is, uh, Rachel must, of course, own a work-appropriate tote bag that can cost anywhere from $1,000 to $3,000 for a tote bag. She mu- but she must, of course, have that. Okay. Uh, Colin is a stay-at-home dad, but still manages to spend $2,000 a year in clothes. <laughs> On sweatpants. Uh, and he has a $16,000 watch. What? So it can get dropped in the toilet. Um. Rachel says uh, she's not sure if all this is worth it. Uh, she doesn't know if it's worth spending 65 hours a week for the next 15 years. <sighs> Even the finest lobster at Le Bonadin or the most picturesque luxury villa off the Amalfi Coast gets old after a while. So what I find what I find interesting about um, these people, uh, in addition to all this stupid thing, is they have $54,000 in savings, which is actually not a lot when no. you're considering how much they, they make. A no. million dollars a year. Um, how can you only, so this is after years of saving, I would presume. Yeah. Uh, so they're only saving a couple thousand dollars a year, basically. Um, how do you make a million dollars a year and have 54,000? Like that, it just doesn't make sense. Well, it makes sense when you're having $40,000 vacations. My, my big thing is that these people, this won't, well, excuse me, these people are in charge of other people's money. And this is how they choose to yeah. spend their own. And well, I'm sorry if I stepped on. Well, no, no, she's a um, she's like a hedge fund manager, and these people are. So that's not really well. It's not somebody else's. It's some it's, company's money. It's but. just someone who knows how to manipulate numbers on a computer, right? To it, it just fake. But money. the fact that you're dealing in 
finance, and mm-hmm. then you can't finance your own finances. There's a couple good comments on that blog. Oh, I'm sure there are. Well, not in the way you would think. Uh, oh, okay. Most people were actually very sympathetic. The reality is that they are top performers, and it's hard to get top performers to stop pushing themselves. <laughs> okay. Uh, this other one. This this is my absolute favorite. Um, I'm I'm total opposite of folks posting how crazy this family spends. It's actually depressing to see that a one million dollar income doesn't even pay for a Ferrari G wagon and first class plane ticket. Man, things are so expensive now. One million <laughs> sure doesn't go very far these days. Jesus Christ. Uh, it's just so expensive. You know, it's it's I, I found a similar article Yes. That I just wanna I just wanna touch on sure. briefly. Um this is uh the, the title of the article is Take a Look at My Budget, an Atlanta fin- family of five living on hundred and sixty two thousand dollars. Okay. So this is a very long article and it actually breaks down their day to day day to day span expenses. Okay. Um but I'll just, with the opening here, meet Brittany, a freelance writer and stay-at-home mom of her three kids, all under age eight, in Marietta, Georgia, a suburb just outside of Atlanta. Um, so Brittany, her occupation is a stay-at-home mom and freelance writer who averages uh, $12,000 a year annually. She she make how much a year? $12,000 a year. Doing what? Freelance writer and stay-at-home mom. Okay. That's pretty good for a stay-at-home mom, so, considering you... So. Not usually making anything. And her husband is Benny. He's an accountant, mm-hmm. and he manages the finance department at a local construction company. Um, his salary is $150,000 a year annually. That makes more sense, yeah. Um, they're both from working class families, anything. Anyways, they break it down. Um, basically, they spend a lot of money on dumb shit. Right. Um, the comments are really what I, what I came here for. So some people really like to dig into people on these, as you mm-hmm. know. Oh, yeah. um, the first one here is, uh, hi, I don't see health insurance in your budget and medical costs. Did I miss something? What percentage of this goes to retirement? Are you taking advantage of the daycare pre-tax dollar with your cafeteria plan? <laughs> so basically just saying, look, I don't really think you're spending your money correctly or you're mm-hmm. not telling us. Um What's well, a good point? Where, where's their? What, do they have healthcare expenses listed out? Are they, are they, well, I mean, if you're making that much money and your kid breaks their arm, aren't you just going to pay out of pocket? I guess it's not a day-to-day expense. There's another one here. Um, I know plenty of families that survive off of fifty thousand dollars combined annual household income. To have a six-figure income or anything close to it would be a dream. I don't see the point in reading this. Po- this post is useless to many. Um, and the whole reason behind I'm reading this is. Um, Oh, this one's really good. My husband and I live on $21,000 a year. I'm very happy for you and your family, but I hope you aren't just complaining, just saying. Um, which, because in the article, the woman's just saying, we wish we could save a little bit more money, mm-hmm. but is also just blowing money on shit all over the place. So the, the, the con, the comments on these articles are really the, the sweet spot for me is because mm-hmm. you can really find some people that are either, Full of vitriol that just want to lash out at anybody, or mm-hmm. you also have the cheerleaders, which I find really strange. Where they say, "Oh, I wish I could be like you. I wish I could make that money. You have it, you know. You have it so good." And it's just right. very bizarre, strange behavior. Yeah, I think there's people who envy uh, having to have money problems of that kind, which is fucking bizarre. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I find myself to be a fairly simple guy. I don't, I don't have I'd a lot of so. stuff I want to spend money on. Uh, if, if, you know, if I made 
you know, 150 grand a year, I don't think I would, I really don't think I would be in trouble. I don't know. You know, yeah, it's, the, you know, the people that say, like, if I won the lottery, I'd still go to work. I think I'd be one of those guys. Because Oof, I wouldn't go to work. I, I think I would because I need, well, I need the structure in my day to day. Otherwise, I'd lose my mind. But well, you can just do a podcast. Oh, there you go. You can do a 40 hour a week podcast. <laughs> That's what people uh, just want. Just start my own radio station. There you go. Um, do a little no, pirate I, I, radio. That that is a common thing with like uh, you know uh, what's it called uh, universal basic income or whatever, mm. where it's you know every citizen in America gets a set amount of money, so they don't have to you know just because there's so much wealth in this country, right. you just give them this base income, so it's not welfare. It's just everyone gets it. Um, and the idea. You know, there's a worry that uh, you know are people. What are people going to do with their day if they don't have to work? And uh, I think for some people it is a worry. Um, I think ultimately, if that just becomes your life, you'll find something to do. You'll, yeah, I'd you'll, say so. You'll figure out a structure. Uh, Take up an art of some sort. Yeah, you have plenty of dumb shit you'll you're into now that you'll just get more into. Thank you. Uh, I was, uh, I was uh, that I actually. Uh, I'll say this for the end. Go. On. You got nothing? No, cut that out. I'm not going to cut it out. I'm going to leave it in. <laughs> I need people to know that I'm the, the better talker on here. Okay. Let's go back to Financial Samurai. Okay. Um, there was another post that was uh, really good as far as I'm concerned. Some of these posts, he, he this uh, Samurai, uh, this uh, in his dojo, what he'll post, <laughs> are, um, you can tell that he... Uh, he resents people who resents rich people. Okay. Because he's clearly one of them. Um, the, the whole, uh, you're not going to boo me, I'm going to boo you. The title of this article is uh, The Rise of Stealth Wealth, A Guide to Staying Invisible from Society Rage. Mm. Becoming wealthy has never been easier in America. Surviving as a wealthy person, on the other hand, has never been tougher. Wow, okay. Uh, the government government goes after you if you make much more than two hundred grand a year. If the government doesn't get you, regular citizens will. <laughs> who did you rob to cheat or get where you are? This is a real problem for those who want to make it big in the land of dreams and handguns. What? Freedom is one of America's greatest attributes. Yet, if you go too far on the income curve, you'll start feeling like a prisoner to society. <laughs> Despite the rich giving more to charity in one year than many others will give in their lifetime, yeah. people will protest their wealth and hate them forever. Society has a fantastic way of discrediting your achievements. Nobody is self-made, and you didn't build that, are my two favorite retorts. Just try taking yourself completely out of the equation and see where that logic goes and when there's nobody to think, dream, and execute. When you're outnumbered, resistance is futile. <laughs> So he's, okay, I, he, he's, I, I can tell what kind of guy this is right here. So he's got some rules. Mm-hmm. This is how to survive as a rich person in America. How The stealth wealth, as it were. All right. Number one, never drive a nice car to work or to any public setting. <laughs> drive the most economical, safe car you know, so that when you ultimately run into your coworkers, they'll think you're frugal or poor. Driving up to an employee salary negotiation meeting in a Bentley isn't going to work in your favor. <laughs> wow, Jeff, that's a nice Kia Soul. <laughs> uh, the next one is be careful who you give your home address to. 
People love to scoop on Zillow.com to see what you paid for your house. I recommend claiming your house on Zillow and trying to make the house look as bad as possible. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. That rules. Yeah, that is a uh, a level of paranoia. I don't know how to. (laughs) I just imagine like just photoshopping like grime all over you. Yeah, just like putting like a. Putting like gremlins in the yard and everything, <laughs> yeah. like it's just overrun Please with creatures and shit. Yeah, just like they're just like a hanging body from the, a tree uh, that, in the front that, yard. Uh, damn bitch, you live like this meme, like that whole thing. Absolutely, <laughs> that's just on Zillow. What a uh, the next one is always say it's fake. Whether it's your Panerai watch, Birkin bag, Armani suit, always tell the person who asks that it's fake. Then why do you own it? Resist the urge to brag about your material things. You can tell them you got it at Ross Target or at a flea market <laughs> overseas. Tell them you went to a flea market overseas. That'll yeah. make you sound poor. Uh, the quality things that you buy are for your own pleasure, after all. That's why. You, that's why you buy a five thousand dollars suit is for your own pleasure, yeah. right? It's definitely it not feels for. Good. It's definitely not for trying to meet society's stupid demands. Wow. Uh, never reveal your full income. If you have a particularly high income level and you're hanging around with people who make a fraction of what you make, be cognizant not to talk about your vacations or things you've bought. Earning anything more than two times your state's median household income will put you <laughs> under fire. Really uh, good. Pretend you do not understand. You might be a brilliant person, but brilliant people are intimidating. Christian knows this from hanging out with me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Instead, pretend you don't fully understand what another is saying by asking questions. Uh, okay, I, I want to. Okay. This this is a good one here. Set up trusts for your children and charities. One of the great ways to hide and protect your wealth is by setting up trusts. Trusts are all about leaving a legacy you desire without other people getting up in your business. Just be careful not to leave your kids too much, or else they can become spoiled brats with no purpose in life. <laughs> <laughs> A good purpose for them, of course, would be to hoard wealth. Yeah. That's the yeah, that's, that's what, what their true purpose yeah. should be. Um, I like this one. Understand pop culture and sports. The more you connect with someone, the less they will hate you. Americans <laughs> spend five to six hours a day watching trash TV instead of producing. Read the the Wikipedia for Real Housewives. Uh, keeping up with the Kardashians. The more sports sports and pop culture you know, the more you're able to assimilate. This there's is another a Terminator. There's another, well, no, that's another Borg reference because he said, uh, yeah. resistance is futile. This is a, tre- he's a Trekkie. This guy's oh, is a that, fucking nerd. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. You know, again, this is, this is this guy's other nerdy hobby, probably. Mm-hmm. Besides, uh, well, he's first of all, he's financial samurai, so he's just one of these, like, epic ninja guys. <laughs> this guy's top knot. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's, um, let's, okay, so we went over all the rules it takes to, to, to for stealth wealth. He didn't list uh, the benefits of stealth wealth. I'm not gonna. I'm only gonna read the first one because uh, after all that stuff you heard about um, pretending to be someone else that you're not, <laughs> the the number one benefit is uh, truer relationships. When you're powerful or wealthy, you're never quite sure whether a person showing interest likes you for who you are or for the benefits they think you can provide them. A good life is all about genuine relationships that are not soiled by the taint of money. So to have the most genuine relationships. Be an absolutely fake person that's not what you actually are and misrepresent yourself to every single person you ever meet. So pull at trading places with uh, every single person you know. Pretend you're a 
common person, <laughs> your blue collar, lie do, about everything you have, everything you are. Yeah, wow. That's the only way to have true, true friendships. That is like, that's like true sociopathic. It really is. Um, it this is guy is, this guy. Pure paranoia. Yeah, he thinks everybody's out to get him. So, and, and, and the very funny thing is that he's putting this in, in a public where it's just mm-hmm. like, the thing about, um, people being intimidated by, you know, brilliance or whatever is especially telling. Cause you see that a lot with, uh, you know, you know, neck bearded Redditor types who, uh, who talk yeah. about, you know, they, they drop their IQ, you know, just instantly whenever the conversation turns. Yeah. You know, I got 186 IQ. So I think I know what I'm talking about. Uh, that's what, there's no doubt this guy has said that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. In many occasions. So, um, this is a guy who has undoubtedly accumulated wealth from, uh, manipulating numbers on some For sort something. of spreadsheet. Yeah. Uh, this is a guy who's, who's probably spent a good chunk of his money on, this is, this is, this is not a guy who, he's not your standard, you know, wealthy guy who does crazy trips to, to Europe and, you know, all over the world, these crazy resorts. This is a guy who spends a lot of money on, dumb shit for yeah. nerds. Yeah. So it's a different kind of wasteful money. But the good news about his wasteful money is that he winds up spending a lot less money than the rich guys who are buying the crazy cars and the, and the yachts. Private. And stuff, so yeah, he's actually, right. he is able to accumulate more wealth because his interests, while they are dumb, they're not as expensive as the other things because those other things are better than the shit that he's into. So, in other, in other words, the best way to accumulate wealth when you have a lot of money is to spend it on dumb, nerdy shit. Because you're not going to – it's going to be really hard to spend, you know, $400,000 on some, some Funko Pop. You saw that You saw that box of Captain America memorabilia I sent to you, though, on that. Yeah. Um, another really good really good post for another day, I would presume, because that's going to be a good one. Yeah. That, that – yeah, I can gather quite a bit of stuff on that. One one other thing that that I saw, this is well actually yeah, one thing I saw that is unrelated directly to this, but it was a post from a page called I Love My Tattoo Free Life. <sighs> which kind of tied back into in, in a very roundabout way, but it was just kind of funny it was uh hmm. And the post on the page goes, here's a great inspiring email message I received from a wonderful woman who supports and follows my page. Um, I'm so glad that I discovered this wonderful page. As so many tattoo-ridden individuals have shared their stories, I'd like to share my tattoo-free and happy tale. I bought a business fresh out of high school at 19 years of of age, managed it successfully for 13 years, and retired at 32. I paid for my house in nine years. My three-car garage house is one of my favorite things, a gorgeous 1966 Rolls-Royce sedan. Never have I been tempted to get an unsightly tattoo. <laughs> wow, thanks for sharing. <laughs> See, the tattoo-free life is great. So just, uh, oh, this was the whole retiree early thing, but somehow this woman linked it back to not getting a tattoo. Yeah, the whole reason that uh, they, they retired early with their uh, 50-year-old sports car was because they never got a tattoo. Yeah, really good. So, this is a page for people who don't have tattoos. Yes, correct. And then to share their why they're successful because they don't have tattoos. That is incredible. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I can I can imagine <sighs> that there's probably some really good stuff on uh, just really weird stuff on there. 
Yeah, there's you know there's a there's a lot of those kind of communities online that people who are fighting against this mythical this mythical battle that they're fighting because mm-hmm. to them they see you know all those girls with their tramp stamps. It seems like everyone's getting tattoos, and I'm not. I must be an outsider. Yeah, I must be. That's, that must be why I'm successful. Yeah, and, yeah. Or and the reverse. That's why I'm being kept down is because I have the the good. You know, I have the, I'm the one that's responsible and not getting tattoos, but I see this asshole at work's got tattoos and he's, he's getting a raise. You know, it must be because, you know, society's going to shit and suddenly people with tattoos are now good when they should be bad. You know, it, it's just people coalescing around some, some sort of idea, something to just connect themselves together. And the internet is, is wonderful for that. For these uh, these groups to to get together over one common theme, no matter how absolutely stupid it is, bad shit, insane, yeah. Good God, yeah. we are now going to introduce the second new segment of the podcast. This one is really good. I'm really excited about it, and uh, it is called "This Ain't It, Chief." <laughs> This ain't it, Chief, folks. This is segment is about the worst post of the week that uh, Christian and I have discovered. So every week we're going to uh, share with you our, our uh, favorite horrific uh, post from the week. Uh, not necessarily related to the, uh, the content at hand, but uh, just something that really stood out as being especially bad. And uh, Christian... Do you have a horrible post to share with us? I do, and and this one actually ties back into what we were talking about because I discovered it while I was doing some research for this episode. But sure, and uh, other stuff I saw did not um, tie back into. So this was on uh, personal finance again, and the uh, title of this was "My Mom Just Left," and I'm going to be homeless at the end of the month. I'm really scared and Oof. don't know what to do. Uh, my mom and her boyfriend left and took their stuff while I was at work today, and our home is paid every month, so I'm going to be kicked out on July 1st. Ugh. I don't know what to do. My mom used to be fine, but my dad killed himself six years ago. <laughs> my mom didn't work, but said that the army was sending money because my dad was in Iraq. My mom started doing drugs and dating a guy who sells drugs. He beat me up sometimes and stole my stuff a lot, and he tried to take my money out of my wallet yesterday when I he was on drugs, and I stopped him and hit him back. Then he and my mom got in a fight, and now they're both gone. What can I do? Oof. I'm going to be a senior next year, and I don't want to leave my school. Oh, boy. Can I get the Army to send me the money that they were sending my mom? Please help. Thank you. So that's uh, that's like some sort of fucking hmm. just horrendous, like, gummo yeah. kids situation. Um, but the reason... So, yeah, just terrible, but it actually relates back to a funny story from from my personal life where uh, a guy that I went to school with starting in elementary school uh, and then ended up working with after college, um, nice enough guy, a little bit loose with his his finances, Mm -hmm. um, lived with his parents well into his mid-20s. Sure. um, And uh, didn't give his parents any sort of income. No rent, no groceries or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one day he uh, left work, drove home, got to his parents' house, and they had moved out. 
<laughs> and he has not heard back anything from them since. Oh, wow. So, and this Holy was shit. close to 10 years ago. So they just literally up hmm. the whole house up while he was at work and disappeared. So, um, and he hasn't no contact since no contact whatsoever. No. Wow. Um, so that was really, it's really fun. I mean, the guy, he, he thinks it's funny. So I guess that kind of tells you what kind of person he is, but, um, yeah. So. That's a good bit, leaving the, abandoning your child. That's <laughs> well, a, I mean, he's, he's an bit. adult. So. Well, it's still pretty weird. Um, yeah, that is, uh, that's cool. So yeah, but anyways, that was my worst post for the week that made me feel really bad after I read it. To that, you should say, this ain't it, chief. <laughs> and this ain't it, chief. Uh, mine is, uh, on the lighter side, no, uh, child abandonment. Uh, although maybe the, the person that said this was, abandoned as a child maybe based off their uh this is someone who's um you can just tell they're online uh 65 hours a day uh this is i didn't look at their this is someone who's on on twitter they've probably tweeted you know a million times just constant constant twitter usage uh this is a person named uh melissa Mm -hmm. this is regarding um Back to our comic book thing. This is regarding uh, Captain Marvel. Oh, this new, should be good. A new movie coming oh, out. Oh, I think I know what this is. Okay, go on. Um, now, Melissa is, uh, I would say she identifies as a feminist. Okay. And so she sees Captain Marvel as being something of a potential, uh, you know, feminist. Icon. Icon. Sure. And, uh, you know, a lot of these people uh, – Based their politics on uh, pop culture consumption, so this is perfect. Uh, but Melissa had a problem. Uh, the trailer for Captain Marvel came out. In the first Captain Marvel trailer, Samuel L. Jackson's character has 67 words. Brie Larson's character, Captain Marvel, has 33. Oh my god. Come on, Marvel. <laughs> So when I first read that tweet, um, uh, you know, I laughed. Uh, I said, "Oh my Jesus Christ, good God!" Then I actually thought about it. I was like, "You know, that actually is—it's a little weird that they would do that." Uh, but then it turned out that Samuel L. Jackson's the narrator of the entire thing. Yeah. So, kind like the whole part of like uh, you know a, a narrator. Uh, correct me if I'm, if I'm wrong. Is is to narrate? I believe that's correct. Yes. The she's upset at the the narrator for uh for narr for narrating. If you, how many trail? Okay, how many trailers have a narrator where the narrator says less words than the look? The we know we know exactly. We're sane people are able to figure this out. Uh, so someone commented. Uh, it was just some guy. He said, uh, so we're really down to counting words in a trailer? Come on. She's badass. If the trailer was images of him talking about her, I'd agree. Instead, it shows her as a badass superhero. I'm good with that. It's going to show another powerful woman that people already love from the comics. Our, uh, Our friend Melissa commented back, so you don't think that the presence or absence... Uh, a, a woman's voice matters in a trailer about a woman's superhero. Okay, noted. Congrats on your completely appalling take. <laughs> I gotta say, this ain't it, Chief. 
Melissa, you're a dunce. That is a horrible take. Melissa, you're canceled. Sis, <laughs> the tea has been spilled. <laughs> you are out of here, baby. Uh, yeah, that's a um, again a very cr- a criminally online person. That and and you it, can't it, think that. In a normal society, it, it reflects back to the fact that people literally log on every day and like crack their knuckles and they're like, "What can I get pissed off?" Yeah, about I mean, today? there's no other like she wasn't going to enjoy that trailer. No, she was it, going to nope. find something, nope. and that's how it works when you're, you know, you you uh, you traffic in anger about the l- least important shit possible, mm-hmm. and um. It's it's a the wokeness of the dumbest possible shit. This is this is a comic book movie. Mm-hmm. Now, Captain Marvel. This could be another one because I don't know anything about Captain Marvel. It, yeah. it was was it a dude at first? There's Captain. Well, there's oh there's a couple different Captain Marvels. There's a DC Captain Marvel who is a, a boy that turns into a man. That's unrelated to Captain Marvel. There's Carol Danvers who is Captain Marvel, but she started as Miss Marvel. Ms. Excuse me, Ms. Marvel. This is not in the Marvel comics. Uh, she is in the Marvel comics. The other Captain Marvel that that Billy Bastion, he's DC. Uh, and before Carol Danvers, Ms. Marvel, there was Marvel, which is that's has a black a hyphen guy, in it. a black guy. Uh, no, this is a Marvel's a not a mm. no no uh, no. He uh, he was an alien. <laughs> Like a Marvel's a guy that works at a bus station. <laughs> like that's not a that's not a superhero. Okay. Um, all right. Um, so, do you want me to go more into the history there? There's also a. Uh, I just i i've i felt like I read a couple months ago that Cat Marvel was like some. Uh, it was like a, the latest attempt at Hollywood, you know, feminazing. So it actually was yeah. a lady no, she's character. Been, okay. Yeah, that character's been around since like the 1970s. Maybe I just wanted to be mad about it. So, <laughs> well, you can be mad about it anyways. I, I mean, guess I don't I'm, think I'm you've no, ever, no different. You watched than, what uh, Iron Man once? I've watched. Um, yeah, I think Iron Man two. Maybe the last superhero movie I saw in the theaters. That was a while ago. <sighs> um. What was the one? I, oh, or Rise of Silver Surfer. Whichever one came first. I don't know which one came first. Uh, we don't, I don't want to talk about, about that one. It was about 10 years ago, the last time I saw a superhero movie. Probably. Oh, I did watch... Um, I watched uh, half of Black Panther. Okay. And then you were like, there's no white people in this, and turn it off. Well, the one white guy was at, uh, that that uh, that British guy, and he was doing an American accent. It was... <laughs> Very distracting. It was very distracting. Yeah. The guy's, the, that's the most British guy on the planet, and he's you know talking like he's he's from uh, from Baltimore. And I, right. I didn't. Yeah. I don't want some Jimmy McNulty ass shit in this. You know, <laughs> I was like, I just you know, it was it was odd, and uh, it was more just uh, you know. I watched the first, and I was like, all right, I got it. You got the gist of it, sure. I got the you know, I, and, and that's it the wasn't thing. bad. It was just like I don't. Need to finish it. Yeah, I mean, Didn't being care a about person the story. that enjoys these movies, I'm also not one of these people that are like, I want to sit you down and shove it down. I don't give a shit. Mm. I don't give a shit. I like what I like. You like what you know, I don't care. I don't give a shit. Mm. Uh, I don't know. It's not what the uh, okay. Well, then the I'm going to strap you down. <laughs> and they got a string of uh, hateful messages. But yeah, in the public eye, you'll say whatever you want. Yeah, well, I mean, you, just you'll, like uh, you'll what uh, Fathead Samurai there said, uh, got a 
mold yourself. You assimilate. Yeah. yeah. Great. Uh, I think we're I think we're all done. We're wrapping up this episode here on uh, a whole bunch of shit. We talked about uh, budgeting and money and financial independence, and we have our new bits that we're we're, we're both extremely excited about. Both jumping for joy. Yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for listening. Uh, yeah, follow us on Twitter. Uh, we 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 had a couple of uh, spats on Twitter with some accounts uh, this week, and that, so that was fun. Um, it's we're we're starting to start some some turf wars with the podcast. <laughs> Gotten some. I shit. have no part in any of this. Gotten some shit with a uh, Pod Save America, which is cool. I never even listened to that podcast. Uh, neither have I, but it has to be horrible. It, there's no way it's good. It's got to well, be horrific. As long as it, any any news is good news, is that what? It Absolutely, is? yeah. So some of their fans were. Uh, we had a guy who said, uh, "Why do you keep saying we?" Because it was. <laughs> so anyway, we were uh, we had some uh, some beef, and uh, we had this guy say uh, our podcast sucks. And I found out, you know, I went to look at his profile because I was ready to find something to make fun of, and I did. I yeah. almost immediately. He's um, this guy was uh, doing. He was like watching basketball games from the '90s and tweeting play live by tweet. play, yeah, live tweeting, it. live tweeting, uh, twenty-year-old basketball games on his his Twitter. And uh, between his six hundred tweets, there was like there was a I think one like between them. So. This is a deranged person, and uh, clearly they don't know they don't have good taste in podcasts. And uh, um, and if you want to check out his profile, Geiger went ahead and quoted one of his tweets on the uh, sure report did, this yeah. post. Yeah, go to uh, report page. this post. The, the so Twitter. you can go ahead and harass that man. Yeah, or feel woman free to, or who person, whatever. Yeah, we really have no idea what this uh, this this fine uh, this fine folk is. Uh, I'm gonna guess it's a, a big fat guy. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, thanks for uh, listening to report this post. This is Geiger, and that is Christian. Hey, take care. And uh, hey, goodbye. <laughs> That's horrible.